Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Conscious Man Podcast. I am your host, Scott Pagliaccio, and we are live at Self Unbound in North Dallas. I am joined with a good friend whom I've only met just yesterday, but feel deeply connected to. He is a fellow brother, a fellow soul, a fellow being hanging out, holding hands with me in this beautiful thing we call the mystery. And uh, we're just going to jump right into it and uh, let Ori share his amazing story of life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. So (laughs) Ori, go ahead, man. Take it away. What do you want to share with the listener today? Hey, Scott. Um, Well, I'm I'm grateful that you uh, asked me to to talk and, and, and share a little bit. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I've had a I've had an interesting journey. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what exactly you want me to uh, um, uh, go into, but um, yeah, I'm 37. Okay. I uh, I'm I'm originally from Israel. You know what, or, or before we go any further, you know what captivated me when we first or, met was the story about Osho. About where you started yesterday was your journey at that retreat for two months. How you ended up there, but. Again, start with, you know, the beginning, like for you, what, where you were starting. But I really enjoyed the, beca- Osho. Yeah. the Osho only because it's so relevant to my experience now and <clears throat> the relationship that I'm in. And I feel like you coming into our lives only solidifies like the teachings of Osho. And I think they're really beautiful and really relevant. So that's maybe how mm. our meeting uh so, so yeah, let me let me go into that. So I'm a I'm a professional seeker. I'm a lifelong seeker. I mean, uh, I'm I'm dedicated to to self growth mm. and to my potential and 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 um, letting go of of as much stuff that is not not me limitations stuff that's holding me back. And there's a a, a real uh, strong motivation even underneath that. I've I've been uh, most of my younger life. I've been um, feeling, feeling, uh, uh, going through depression and anxiety, mm-hmm. uh, stuff that was really debilitating emotionally and other aspects of my life. So, I I was constantly looking for uh, a way out, a way to get above it. Um, I knew that that's not something that needs to be there or is me. Um, <clears throat> I think the the part about Osho, let me just tell my uh, yeah, sure. personal involvement with that. I've I've never met Osho. Osho died. I don't know when, um, uh, but uh, a lot of people in Israel were involved with Osho. So I heard the name. Mm-hmm. I saw some of the meditation techniques and and processes okay. um, that that were going on people were doing it in Israel that was always kind of in the back of my mind and then about 10 years ago I heard about this place in uh, Holland called the human university human university human university so okay. it's human university oh, cool. uh, in one word uh, I was doing something called rebalancing which is also from the wheelhouse of, of Osho it's basically uh, it's it's body work mm-hmm. that works on your on your fascia uh, that sheet that um, covers the muscles okay. and basically the idea is that a lot of the emotions that we can't process traumas are stored in our body okay and that and that fascia and so 
I don't know how it was developed, but it, it was it was uh, Osho was involved. Um, so a practitioner would give you a massage, but it's not just a regular massage. It's a deep like they basically. We're back with Ori. We had a slight technical difficulty, but he was in the midst of telling us about his uh, relationship to Osho, who is, can you explain a little bit to the listener who may not understand, before we go back to uh, the uh, uh, massage, uh, just explain a little bit of who Osho is and, and give the, the listener well, who may not know. Yeah, let, let me start with the disclaimer. I am not uh, an Osho expert. Yeah, but, nor am I. Yeah. But, I. but I've read some of his stuff. Yeah, he has a lot. He has a ton of books, I think hundreds. Yeah, and I've, I've found that his teachings have been beneficial uh, when I practically apply the principles in the teachings into my own life. And we spoke earlier about taking bits and pieces, I think, of all uh, spirituality or all these different techniques to become more authentically who we are as, or right. who we came here to be as human beings. So um, Osho is just one teacher of a multitude of teachers that uh, are considered to be wise or enlightened or... Yeah, any number of things. So, Osho is is an Indian uh, quote unquote guru, um, an enlightened man, that uh, just um, um, uh, his nature and 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 the light he shines and and his love and uh, uh, he basically had a huge following. Like yeah. people would fall in love with him. Yeah. Uh, just by just by being in his presence and feeling the energy, they would they would have a, a quantum leap. Many of them in their development mm. uh, just by being around him and listening yeah. to the energy that is carried by his words. Sure. And he developed, he had a vision and he developed um, uh, many processes, many meditations um, that are really, really useful for, for people uh, in the West. Okay, to transcend um, like consciousness to, or to help become more aware. More, more aware, more themselves, more juicy, more passionate, uh, happier, yeah. uh, shed away shit. Yeah. So this you know? is where the, the massage that you were. So, so that's one of the, the okay. rebalancing was, thank you for taking yeah, it back you're there. You're welcome. Yeah. The, the rebalancing is basically a lot of these traumas, a lot of this weight that we're carrying, a lot of this conditioning is stored in our bodies. Okay. So this rebalancing was a way to, to shed a lot of that. Mm. Um, and I was doing that about what? 10, 11 years ago in Israel and uh, the lady that was uh, giving me the the, the rebalancing uh, in Israel mentioned that um, and I've, I don't think I've heard of also much before that she said there's a place in Holland called the University mm -hmm. and if you really want to get stuff done you go there for a weekend okay. or even two weeks and you'll be happy you did okay. so I'm I'm quick to make decisions and I could feel that there's something there. So I think not shortly after I, I arrived at those gates of the <laughs> university in Holland. Cool. Took the, I took the uh, train from Amsterdam, it's about an hour, took a taxi there and I, I was at the gate and I had an incredible, incredible weekend uh, over there. Uh, my heart opened, I cried after many years of probably not being able to, to, to access crying. Yeah. I, was, I was really closed up. Um, and that was 10 years ago. Wow. Well, what brought me back there now was um, a relationship that lasted for six months and ended in a very um, way that, that basically left me 
um, confused and, and unsettled in, in, mm. in myself. Um, a relationship with a woman? A relationship with a okay, woman, cool. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so what, what basically happened was that um, I, I, met, I, met, I met this girl. Um, she was living in, in Canada, in Quebec. And um, we were very much in love for six months. Yeah, and then, the honeymoon phase the honeymoon of the relationship phase, yeah, yeah. when your when your mind your your brain when is on the drugs. Are going, yeah, yeah. And it was it was a very deep connection though. It was a soul connection. And right. We met in a in a in a workshop that we did, um, non osho related, and something really weird happened to me. Uh, I met her uh, about six months in, and I couldn't feel anything. I was not in love. I was not loving. I was just feeling numb. When you, when the two of you met, yeah. you weren't. Th there was something there for you in seeing her, but you couldn't feel anything. Is that what you're I, saying? I did not. There, there was definitely stuff there, right. but I couldn't feel the love. An attraction? What? I couldn't feel the attraction oh, anymore. Okay. I couldn't feel the love. I couldn't feel the in love. So you feeling. saw this beautiful woman, but it, it was there was either I, I, it, there was a block. There okay. was there was I couldn't feel anything. And that started me, I thought I had the cold. I thought I had the flu. It was mm. so um, um, abrupt of a change. And I couldn't see the thread of what happened to me. Okay. And uh, it was... Creating it was, the, the way you, this block. Yeah, creating, I don't know if I call it block, the lack of feelings. Gotcha. At that okay. point. Yeah. And uh, that started me on this, on this path. It was pretty traumatic. It was, it was harsh on both of us. Um, cause there was no story behind it. There was no explanation. And, um, I started, I, I went to a few therapists. I, I was trying to find out what happened and reverse it. Yeah. And, uh, at that point I, I had a lot of like, uh, mental hypothesis about what, Oh, I'm afraid of commitment, blah, 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 blah. But I couldn't feel it. Yeah. And, um, at that point, I decided to, and it threw me off so much that there's something that's happening inside me that's affecting me so much, mm. like this, this change in feelings, that I don't have access to what's going on. It just threw me off. Yeah, you wanted uh, an answer to the questions of why you couldn't It's me. Right. I'm, something is happening to me, but right. I have no insight as to why it's happening or how, and yeah. how do I, what do I do with that? Um, it felt like a big pattern. Or something that, that that was being happening, but a huge blind spot. Yeah. Um, after I didn't get like the answers I wanted or the insight I wanted from from locally with therapist and talking, mm -hmm. uh, I decided I'm big into plant medicine. Ah, yes, 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 uh, yes. In our community, uh, we are open to everything and attached to nothing. So this beautiful. Is, this I is like great. that rule. And and I feel like the listener is too. You know, they're they're intelligent people who are not limited in their thinking that. Western uh, medicine is the only way. Uh, oh. Actually, I think the All right, plant here, medicine... Here's my, my sh two cents, okay. short two yeah, cents about, it, plant, about the Western medicine. They suck, okay. but they're good when it comes to like uh, uh, traumas. Like if you get to a car accident, if it's something um, acute, yeah. like that happened now, right. they're great. They're amazing. They'll, sure. they'll put your arm back on and they'll save you from, you know, if you lost blood. Yeah. But anything chronic... I think, and I won't say everything, but I think at least ninety-five percent, they're way off. Sure. So that that's let's let's put that aside. Yeah. Um, plant medicine is has been big for me, and is still big, and I think it's a whole world, and and the plants are there for us. 
uh, and they were given to us by by something uh, way bigger than than ourselves um, and they have a, a, a huge potential I know they've helped so many people in deep ways mm -hmm. so there was a plant I wanted to try for a long time because I tried ayahuasca I did ayahuasca seven years ago um, and I wanted to do a plant called iboga okay and where's that? From? And I know we want to talk about all show, but no, 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 no we'll no, get there is, eventually. It is. This is yeah. all. It, no, man. This is all. It's all one thing, man. It's all one yeah. thing. This yeah, is yeah. beautiful. I love it, man. So, 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 yeah. iboga is an African root bark, okay. right? That the Bwiti tribe, it's a tribe in Africa, has been using for a long while, like hundreds of years. Would you I say? think hundreds of years. Yeah, okay. and and the pygmies, you know those little people in Africa. Yeah. Yeah. They've been using it and still using it even before the Buiti, with wow. the Buiti tribe. And um, it's, it's well known or it's known more for, uh, they use it for heroin addicts. Yes. Yeah. I remember you kind of mentioned, or I remember you mentioning this to me yesterday at dinner. So, right. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's kind of the, if people know about it, they mainly know about the treatment and that chemical addiction because the plant itself it it breaks off the um, when you you get off the heroin, it's it's a, a grueling experience for for a long while, yeah. in terms of the chemical dependency. This plant binds to some receptors in the body that makes that suffering go away in a matter of like an hour once wow. it's administered. So that's on the chemical level, okay, uh, which is huge. Yeah. That um, is. And then what happens? You you're you're induced into a I don't know what is it fourteen to eighteen hour trip um, from from the okay, from the so plant. It 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 shuts off the uh, the pain the pain the pain the suffering the craving a, yeah. the chemical craving on yeah. the body. And then you get induced into this uh, uh, waking waking dream state. Um, that in the beginning, the first phase, you're flooded with all kinds of uh, uh, old memories. Okay, so you experienced this Yeah, yourself. I did this in Costa Rica. Okay, so I cool. went to Costa Rica gotcha. to do this uh, on a, I think it was a one-week retreat. We did two ceremonies. And um, so a lot of the old stuff is coming up, old memories, old traumas. Uh, and then there's a phase of, of analysis. So then mm -hmm. when the intensity starts to come down, uh, there's a phase of introspection. You look into these things and what they meant for you. There's a lot of release. There's a lot of healing. Yeah. There's a lot of restructuring of those old experiences in a way that um, um, whatever, let's say in the case of heroin addiction, yeah. uh, the addiction is just a cover. It's just a, a top layer that, I mean, people use heroin to, to feel better to not right. or to not feel certain emotions, right? All addictions are there to camouflage or compensate okay. for something else, yeah. uh, for a very uncomfortable emotion. So um, this plant or lets a you get at the actual cause. Yes. Okay. And heal it. Ah. Not just get around it. Not just heal it. And it's uh, if ayahuasca is the grandmother, it's considered the grandmother plant. Okay. Iboga is considered the grandfather. It's okay. very grounding. You can always open your eyes and see the, you know, whatever is the reality around you, yeah. which I can't say the same for ayahuasca. And the, the, the strong ayahuasca <laughs> ceremony, I would open my eyes and see dragons and fucking demons. Yeah, that's uh, fucking, I, I've heard the same yeah, thing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, so, that's a little bit more difficult to navigate. But, huh? but, but it's, it's, it's a very grounded, it's powerful. It's uh, like very powerful. And throughout the ceremony, I did the, the, the original like um, 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 tribal 
ceremony. Oh. I, I didn't have tribe tribe men right. there, but you I had the shaman. original music. No, there's no, no there's shaman. no there was no shaman. Um, okay, it was the people administering. Really good people. Okay, the place I went to. Um, so you're so, being held. I, I just want the listener to understand. Is, this is a container that's held. You know, it's created, and in, in you feel safe, and you feel yeah, 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 loved. Yeah. And, and, and then it's, it's and not then, like you're out at a rave taking. No, no, no. This drinking. is not a party. Okay. This is very like sacred space, yeah. and you got to be with all of these plants. I, I, I really suggest having the right intention, which is uh, deep healing and, and looking at it as a sacred space, and yeah. you know, um, and and making sure you find the right providers. Mm. Uh, so do your due diligence when when it comes to that. Really feel good about the setting and and the people you do it with so you did that prior to taking this prior, medicine you researched who you were yes. going to go be with yes yes and for me it's very intuitive i need to talk to the people and and at some and i had like i was i was listening to youtube testimonials and at some point i just knew okay it was it was legit and it was really good and i'm happy uh uh i went i went with those people in awesome. costa rica um and so i i did that i, I went there this was three months ago and I had a I had amazing two journeys, and at the same time, they I didn't get much or any relevant insight to this relationship that I was in. Okay, and that's so a lot. Of that was the intention. Is you were looking for some clarity or some understanding of clarity what was going on, or movement, or like internal movement, so yeah. that I felt stuck with it. Okay, I felt stuck at the place I was, and uh, a lot happened in the ceremonies, but um, I didn't get the insight I wanted. Which is, I guess, was perfect, but I was kind of frustrated at that point. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, I know I, I live in Houston uh, for the last seven years, and when when the ceremonies finished, I was like, "Fuck, I don't want to go back to to Houston right now." Yeah. Um, I was planning to go to Guatemala for two months and study Spanish. That was just the idea. I felt yeah. it was cool. Yeah, it sounds I might, cool. I might, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I like, it's I'm in South America. Plant medicine go, to, you know, South yeah, America. Go, go, go study Spanish. That's yeah. good. That's, yeah. that's mind expansion as well. Of course. Um, and so I was going to do that. And then I, uh, I had a talk with uh, now my ex, the girl in Canada. Ah. And um, it was, it was a, an, in, an intense conversation for me. I, I was crying and, and we, we were talking. She asked me basically to say, hey, I cannot, you can't keep me hanging. Just tell me it's done so I can move on. And I was still conflicted. You know, I didn't know where I was. Yeah. But I told her, yeah, it's, it, it's done. And still, and this was beautiful in the relationship between us. We always were very respectful to one another. There was a lot of love, mm. you know, as compared to all the relationships. That there was always this huge, like, uh, we ended up as, like, enemies at, at the sure. end in a way. Sure. Uh, on on one level or another. Did you get any teaching around that? Because I've noticed the same thing that all of my relationships in the past have ended very disrespectfully because no one really modeled how to do it in a respectful way. So where I'm curious to know where you got that. From. So that's a whole different session. Okay. But but let me tell okay, you just cool. just uh, I feel it's it's where I am on the evolutionary scale sure. and the kind of people I draw. Yeah. And because uh, because many times when we get started with relationships. Um, there's a lot of, of of childhood issues that come up. Real relate, like the, the, you know, one-on-one relationship, deep relationship will bring up the deepest shit, mm. for lack of a better word, no, right now. Right, <laughs> the, the deepest yeah, shit that yeah. you you'll never like, you'll never come up on your own or with friends. Right. Um, and and as it's coming up with lack of awareness, we start throwing 
our shit on the other person. Yeah. And they do the same. Yeah. And there's very little awareness. So we become our worst. Like, we, we, you know, we, we just project so much that yeah. it becomes really bad. Yeah. But the more we continue uh, and the more we have love for ourselves and the more we are aware, we start containing and, and realizing what com- what's coming up in a relationship is not, is not really um, their fault or their stuff, but, um, but our, our stuff. So that gives a totally different container. So for yeah. me, there was this process of like, all right, I'm going to be with this person and this person completes me because I'm not complete. And, which is uh, bullshit. Which is which is <laughs> well, you you do that, you know, and sometimes it's it's unconscious that stance, right? Um, to a place that um, all right, I'm, this is a relationship for mutual growth, and we're partners and committed to our uh, a mutual growth. Yeah. So that that would make a big difference. Yeah. So both people have to be uh, both people have to have the willingness to do. The separate work and the work together, and to, the awareness, to, and the awareness. Because many times you would go in, and the, the you know the words that are spoken are beautiful. All right, I love you. You know, I want your happiness. Blah blah blah. When when the shit hits the fan, yeah. it's a totally different thing. Yeah. Or when one of the partners, or maybe both, are unaware, there's a huge blind spot in their behavior. Yeah. And then what do you do then? I are you asking me? Well, I don't know if you want to get into it. But, I'll just uh, a short thing is I mean coaching, therapy, uh, getting someone a third party to see us in our blind spot because I can't see you, you can't see me. Right. So we need another perspective. So, so that's a requirement. Like yes. both parties needs to be humble enough yes. and vulnerable enough to to know there's stuff I don't know about yeah. my behavior. Yeah. And many times there isn't. One of the parties will be willing, the other one would be stuck in their ways and sure. that's not sustainable. So, relationships. Yeah. Put it aside for yeah, a second. For so, sure. um, and then I was talking to her, and there was all this love between us. And even then, when she was so suffering, and she didn't have an answer for why, why things are ending this way, which yeah. was very hard for her. And you were still being respectful. I want to add that. Yeah. Let the listener know that you, the, how that lands for me, what you're saying, like I feel cared for by you. So if I was her, even though I feel sadness, yeah, I still feel like. Wow, man, this ending in this way is very healing to me. So I just wanted to share that with you. Man. Yeah, yeah. And I think we had that both ways as much as possible as we were going through this because there were a lot of uncomfortable feelings that come up for her. She's never been um, um, without a partner uh, ever. So she was terrified of being alone. Sure. So that was coming up and which had nothing to do with me really. But right. so, But she told me at the end, you know, Ori... This is a pattern of yours. Regardless if we're together or not, you should take another go at it and try to find, resolve it um, because it will come up again and mm. it's big for you. And it is flatly because of her that I made a choice at that point to drop Guatemala mm. and go to the place I've been in. I, Ten years ago, Human University, okay. which I've always known. That was in, in Holland. Yes, yeah, the Holland, Holland place, okay. the, the Osho place. Yeah. Uh, to do a program that's called the Tourist Program, which is a two-week, really intense program that you really get to look at yourself. 
you really don't have an option but to look at yourself. You have to face all your shit. Well, I don't know if you can get all the shit out. Right. But, yeah, all that's going to come up. All that's going to come up. Yeah. yeah. This. Yeah. It's very. It's an intense place, and you can't really not move when you're there. You can't continue with your old bullshit. So at that point, and it's flatly because of her. So thank you. I don't want to mention her name, but yeah. I will always be thankful because that was a big fork in my road yeah. to go there. Um, and so I went. I went and. Um, so just a little bit more about about the place and the methodologies there and so this place has a huge buddha field it's been there since 72 or 74 it was it was started by a student of osho called varesh okay uh, which was a, a an addict he was into drugs yeah and then he became a drug uh addiction uh counselor wow um and he became really good at what he does he was uh, at the Phoenix House in the United States. It I've was, heard of that. yeah, it was a a program that was started that they basically put addicts together in a community, and it was very intense. They, they, they you know, um, he, he got a lot of 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 how he built the human university based on his experiences there. So Varesh is that his name? Varesh. He started the human university. Yeah. He's a, a follower of Osho. Right. But so, then he also did the Phoenix. He did the Phoenix house as he was getting out of his addiction and, 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 and getting treated for that and then becoming an addiction counselor. Oh, wow. And then he met Osho at some point. So he basically mixed all he learned from there in his life with the Osho teaching, oh. which is, became a super powerful Super, super powerful. I mean, if you really want to work on yourself, I can say now I've been in multitudes of, of, of methodologies and places and retreats. Yeah. This is one of the premier places to get shit done, to get okay. work done on yourself, um, to move patterns and move, you know, mental places that are not moving otherwise for you. Right. Now, pharmaceuticals um, aren't going to get at this. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, no, the, again, back to the Western shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've, I've been in pharmaceuticals for five years. I was trying in my, the beginning of when I first realized, oh, fuck, I'm depressed. Let me see. I'm diagnosing myself. I got this little book. Are you depressed? And one, two, oh, I'm depressed. So I went, okay, chemical imbalance in the brain. Let me go to my doctor. Yeah. That started me on a five year of basically a fucking waste of time of trying different drugs because the, the premise in my head was, Okay, I have chemical imbalance. Right. Let's just find the right balance and mm-hmm. everything will be yeah, good. Yeah, so, right. But it took me five years to get out of that uh, conditioning of that, yeah. of that mindset. I think a lot of, uh, maybe some of the listeners, this might be new to them in that they, you know, uh, they can't see that there is no quick fix, that you can't just take a pill, that the work that you, that it sounds like the work that you did and are continuing to do is deep inner work. And I think in Western culture, there's not a lot of ways to be shown to travel inward like you are. So traveling outside of our culture and outside to a, a you know, somebody, a proper setting on set, I guess is the, is mm-hmm. the word that people embrace that, you know, rather than hear that they want to give you a pill or no quick yeah. fix. Yeah. And, and the thing is, there's, there's the thing about the quick fix that we're addicted to in our culture. And there's, it's really is tragic because for me during those five years, I was getting more and more depressed, not only because these drugs were making me more toxic and I wasn't walking the right path with it. Uh, but because I didn't even know mentally that I was doing the wrong thing. Uh, you thought I, you were... I was thinking, okay, let me just go to a better doctor and a psychiatrist. And let me, I just didn't know that the solution was 
was totally different because I didn't have the right intellectual map of where the problem is. Mm -hmm. So I went as deep as at some point I was considering doing, um, there's this therapy, quote unquote, it's not really therapy, where they shock you, like electric shocks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was considering that because I was like, all right, I've been doing this for years. I'm just getting worse. Yeah. You know, I feel like killing myself. You wanted some Nothing relief. is moving. I wanted some relief. I would never kill myself. Of course. I, that was never an option. But I was constantly like, I'm very tenacious. So I was constantly looking. I was actually considering that. Um, and thank God I didn't. Because who knows what kind of damage that would that would yeah. cause. I mean, yeah. you know. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, didn't isn't that what they used to do back in the day? Yes. Like, the, you know, yes. electroshock therapy. Like yeah. that was a thing. This is, yeah. Yeah. That's, Fuck that's, man, the lengths that we'll you know, we'll go to to yeah. get, heal it. You know, it's. But I think some of it was probably not self-induced. Like they just that was the way they did it, right? Like, yeah, I think they used it in mental institutions. Like, I mean, they just like, all right, let's pass some electrical current into this person and see what happens yeah you know yeah, and uh i mean something will happen when you sure. pass current into a person yeah <laughs> yeah and luckily uh you didn't have to find out yes you took a, a less invasive path yes yeah, yeah like. I, I think what what i what i found out at some point i went to talk therapy and then somehow this all alternative world of like alternative you know uh healing came up and i think one of the first thing i did was primal primal workshop where you go back uh, to your past and your childhood, oh, okay. which was very powerful, and that opened me up to this whole world of like alternative medicine. Sure. Um, the the African root, the ayahuasca, the, that eventually uh, graduated into uh, um, all all this, the you know plant medicine and, and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, I've had a really long stretch of this um, exploration. I mean, I've been doing this since my uh, Twenties. Uh, okay, and how old are you now? Thirty-seven. So you've been practicing. I've been all over the world. Cool. I've done a ton of stuff. I've done body-based work. I've done talk-based whatever. Yeah. Uh, I've done like uh, Gestalt. I've mm. done um, social meditation. I mean, you name you it. Name I probably it. either tried it or or know know quite a bit about it. Yeah. So and it's been around the world. I've been in so many places. Like this journey. That started as, you know, oh, I'm suffering and like, look, it's my life is shit and let me just uh, get back to feeling good. Right. Into a, a, a lifelong adventure, which I'm very grateful for um, yeah. at this point. And the, and the latest stretch was was uh, Holland um, University. So, so this place, going back to that, I'm just trying to keep a thread yeah. a little bit no, in our cool. conversation. Yeah, for, yeah. No, I love it though. I, it, the, the thread is no thread and then yeah. we're back on the thread so it's beautiful I love where we're going man yeah. all over the fucking free flow place. yeah it's beautiful um, man it so feels good let me just say over here like in my body it feels amazing having this conversation so not having an agenda and a thread is it feels perfect yeah I mean and, and you like holding the space for the conversation feels feels great on my end Scott so thanks brother I appreciate you asking me to talk um, yeah. to have a conversation with you um, so th- this place is 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 really special over there in in, in Holland. Um, how can I can I bring some content into it? So it's a mixture. Varesh started it, and it's a mixture of like uh, um, really intense uh, addiction therapy and um, and Osho teachings. And let me say, it's not just for addicts. It's for anyone that wants to see what their potential is and maybe work on some issues. Sure. Um, and uh, it, it, it's definitely intense. There's a lot of emotional catharsis. Uh, catharsis? I'm... Release. Okay, gotcha. Release. All right. uh, so the point is for you to get in touch with your emotions 
and to express them through your body, to feel them fully and to express them through your body. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of touch involved. There's a lot of hugging mm. as, a, as, a, as a healing methodology. Yeah. Like um, uh, part of, part of um, um, the concept there is that we didn't, a lot of us didn't get enough touch as kids when we needed it as a basic survival need. Yeah. So there's a lot of, 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 of hugging involved. Um, there are processes which are called meditations, but it's not the meditations we know from the East that you sit and you don't talk and you go inside and maybe chant some mantra, mantras. Right. Um, you're very vocal okay. and you're very expressive. And you're moving. And you're moving body. and you're with other people. Okay. So a big part for me being there was that I was, when you come in, you, you're, you're in a group of people. You're always within a group of people. The idea is that we learn from each other and we heal each other. Mm. We don't isolate. That's what we do as kids and it's dysfunctional sometimes. Yeah. Like to go and, and just and just have an issue and just want to close up. Sure. Um, so within that uh, uh, kind of a family structure because yeah. you're with other people, you get triggered. You get either you like certain people or you hate some people, or you're neutral to some people, but these are all... Um, uh, manifestations of your own psyche of the parts of you that you either love or the parts of you you hate and repressed mm. and then you project it on on somebody else and then you really don't like another person but if you really look at it it's a part what you don't like about them it's the part that you don't believe you have okay. or if you believe you have it you really don't like it in yourself so so what you're saying is it's, it's a disowned part of yourself right that and you don't want so you project it outward onto them because it's the easier yeah, right it's, yeah yeah you don't have to take accountability right gotcha. but what happens there you get triggered and then you can work on it you start working with them as the problem but then you start taking it in and and there's a whole process around it. it's very structured yeah. um 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 it, it, yeah, it's really structured. I don't know how much you want me to get. No, it into sounds that. like they, they they create a, a container that, and you feel safe, and everybody knows that what you're projecting onto them isn't personal. It's not like I fucking hate you. It's like you're just representing someone from my historic past: my mother, my father, my brother, my uncle, right. whatever it is. Right. So they accept that, so you can begin the healing process. You're not getting what you would get as a kid, like. You know, screamed at or yelled at or shut down yeah. or whatever. So yeah, yeah, that's... you're you're basically allowed to to express a lot of things. And in the first portion, which when you start, when you can do a weekend program, which is great. But really, the main, if you want to go deeper, it's called the tourist program. It's two weeks, oh, wow. and you start getting names. Oh. Uh, so the names could be like uh, a mean motherfucker, because let's say you're a pleaser. Mm -hmm. You go there and you're like super nice guy. Right. And, and you, you have an intake talk and then, uh, you know, it's, it's determined in the group that um, you need to express some anger, mm. you know, yeah. to break out of that pleasing mode. Right. So you're a mean motherfucker for two days or three days and you go out and you curse everybody you see <laughs> and you just express that and everything that comes up with it, you work with because it's not easy because you want to be liked. Right. You don't want to be thrown out of the group. Right. You know, you don't feel you have a right. Whatever comes up for you. You now you're in a position to to deal with it, and and to express it, to share about it, uh, and maybe do you know be a mean son of a bitch anyway. Yeah. You know. Sure. And and you connect with anger, and then once you pass that, maybe for me one of my names was uh, Oriki, which is the name I had, the nickname I had as a five year old or a seven year old. Okay. And I went back to to just being a kid, mm. and I was playing around with as a kid and like having fun. 
and like joking around, not joking, but you know, just you acting as a five, time. six, seven year old, okay. like uh, getting love from a lot of people as as parents, like stuff maybe I didn't have as a kid. Yeah. Um, so you really explore yourself from different perspective, and it's really a time for you that you give to yourself. It's really a time to look at, at different aspects and different ages you were at, and maybe there's some issues there, sure. and. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, and after my, my tourist program, I, I knew I'm staying longer. You stayed I, longer than I two weeks? Two, I stayed two months. Oh, that's right. Wow, man. I stayed two months. You must have, uh, so uh, must have, I don't know. My projection is after two months of that type of work, you felt some healing in you. Is oh, I, 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 there was a lot that was, I shed a lot of stuff. My body changed. Started sleeping like two hours less a night. Um, a lot of body armor, which is, like stuff we put on our body to not feel certain things mm-hmm. and not be vulnerable. Yeah. I just felt my body physically change. I could see it. I was more open. People told me I look five years younger, wow. much easier to smile, much my heart opened. Mm. Like I, I was able to cry. I was able to feel. It was a totally different um, way of being. Yeah. Uh, not in my head, more in my heart. And it's a process. Sure. Like there was, there's always stuff going on. It was very intense on many levels. But the place felt like home in many cases sure. like there were times i was fucking hating it i wanted to run away when certain tough emotions came up for me because yeah. of the experience uh, but the place is just full of love and it has an amazing feel it's been there for like almost 50 years wow uh so the feel the energetic field around it has been building up uh it's it's really uh i, I mean i would call it, it's like a mecca for personal growth in the world it's one of the premier places so if if the listeners are feeling drawn to it they can uh, check it out the university they have a website and 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 look into it there's people from all over the world that are coming uh over there yeah man we're big into personal growth here at the conscious man for sure it's uh it's i'm new to this work you know i've i've done some work prior to this but uh yeah i'm really appreciating your journey and what you've been through and you sharing it with us and uh, I'm noticing the time and I think we're going to wind it down and uh, in closing I'm just you know um, is there something else you'd like to share you know you've got you've got the platform and you take over and just something that is there if you when you drop into your heart Mm. is there something that's coming up for you as we start to close that you'd like to share with the listener that you find would bring them a great deal of value if they're out there suffering in the way that you were and uh you know through your experience you can bring some healing to them as well yeah 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 i, I i'd say you know in my darkest places it feels like there's nothing there there's no movement there's no energy uh nothing can get better um and it, it's a lie it's it's basically mm. not true there's a whole universe out there and uh just keep on keep on going it's 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 a journey and it will make sense at some point it may not make sense right now <laughs> yeah. but just just for me it's it, it's a waste of time to just to, to isolate and not move even if it feels like the best thing i want to do right now it's okay for a little while yeah. but then you go out and you talk to people as hard as it may be just just whatever the next step just take it just yeah. take it and um and um yeah there's there's i've been you know this depression that i've been dealing with has been for years yeah. it, it was i was up i was down but it was there all the time this cloud um so it, it was really easy for me to just sink in it and just say hey 
you know it's been like this before so it's going to be like this in the future yeah but but it, it's not true um just just take the next step reach out to people mm. um surround yourself by by but with people that um that you love that you feel supported by um and just and just take that next step take the next step take the next step and nothing stays the same mm. yeah man that's beautiful wow yeah thank you that feels good uh, i know sometimes and I don't know if the cloud is ever truly gone because you know you it's peaks and valleys, right? It sounds like to me you're in you're in a in a really good state. Uh, that's my projection again, and I feel that from you. Like I feel this lightness and this uh, sense of love and uh, compassion and um, just a sense of brotherhood, man. And I'm really just over here appreciating you, Ori. And uh, I'm glad we had this opportunity to share um, and meet. And I know for me that I want to continue this relationship for the rest of our incarnation in these beautiful forms. <laughs> at least. Yeah, at least that. <laughs> at least. If we can go further, uh, then we shall, for yeah. sure. So uh, thank you again. And uh, in closing, I'd just like to uh, wish you all lots of love and happiness. And like Ori said, man, just keep moving. Keep going and don't stop. Reach out. And uh, that's probably the best advice I've heard in a long time. All right, everyone. Uh, from the Conscious Man, we're signing off. Peace. 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 Right on. <laughs>